0: On this episode of the podcast, I talk about the recent news that the Grants Arms may be turned into offices, a little bit about plastic free Ramsbottom, what's going on in Nuttall Park for a remembrance day with Rammy Rocks, as well as Ramsbottom United football news.
1: This is Rammy, your locally produced weekly podcast, bringing you news, events, interviews, and information from the heart of Ramsbottom with your host, Lee.
0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of This is Ramy. If you've never caught the podcast before, I talk about all things Ramsbottom, Ramsbottom being the greatest town in the whole of the world. Uh, And this week, I'm talking about one of the oldest buildings in Ramsbottom, or at least a very historic building in Ramsbottom anyway. Um, And that building is the Grant Arms now it's it's quite a, a prominent building it's it's slap bang in the middle of ramsbottom it's in uh, it's in a place called marketplace uh, where Funnily enough, we have markets on. Uh, there's a farmer's market that happens there uh, every second Saturday of every month. Uh, and also when there's a chocolate festival as well, that's always kitted out. And it's always very popular around events and festivals and things. So it is quite a prominent uh, building. And uh, it's it's really it's quite a beautiful building as well. If you look at the show notes for this episode, you'll see uh, just what I'm talking about. Now, if you're a local resident of Ramsbottom, then obviously you know exactly uh, which building I'm referring to. Now, the current owner of the building is uh, is a company called Astim Limited. Uh, They have, well, they've tried a few things actually to uh, to put proposals forward for this. Now, a little bit of history. Now, the Grant Arms um, was a hotel uh, slash pub uh, which closed in September two thousand seventeen. Previous owners I did uh, interview. Um, a good number of years, but I think 2015 I interviewed them originally, and they'd uh, they'd had it for a few years at the time, and it would it, even been on um, the Hotel Inspector as well. Um, so you may have caught that episode. I don't think the episode's available online anymore. It may, you might be able to find it on YouTube or something, but uh, it wasn't. It, let's just say it wasn't particularly doing very well. If you're getting something like the Hotel Inspector in, then you you're not doing fantastic. It was lacking investment. Now, I suspect some of the issues were that they had kind of bitten off a little bit more than they could chew. Um, it is a listed building, so there's a limited amount of things that you can do to it, and obviously it's quite a large building as well. So any kind of works on it was, was going to be expensive. So I suspect that uh, it's just going to be – you basically have quite you need to have quite deep pockets for this particular building but um as i say astim limited is the company that currently owns it now they've looked at turning it into uh, sheltered housing um and that proposal was, uh, it was basically binned off by councillors um it, they obviously they put they have to put the proposal forward um, especially for for a building such as this where where it's it's you know it's steeped in uh, in history and it, it really is um it features prominently in uh, in Ramsbottom's history, but uh, the Berry Times now have reported that there's a company, or a, at least a group of companies, called um, Group IFA, and they're based out of Bolton. Um, they're based in uh, Bradshaw, in Bolton, which is quite funny because I, I didn't even, I'd never heard of them before, uh, but it turns out I drive past their building every weekend uh, on my way taking my son to swimming. Um, but yeah, it's. it's if you have a look at the show notes for this episode I've put a, a, an image from Street View uh, Google Maps Street View which is probably against their terms and conditions but I don't think they're going to come after me for it but if you have a look at it the building they're in currently is um it's like a it's a it's a big house basically it's a big house that's set back a little bit off the road and uh, the very times very uh, times reports that there are currently uh, 60 members of staff across the country that work for Group IFA, and 25 of them are currently based in this building's head office, and it's this head office that they're currently considering or are looking to uh, relocate to Ramsbottom. Now, Berry Times say that they've submitted uh, an application. However, I can't find anything on the uh, the Berry uh, Planning Portal to find out whether or not there's any plan information there, if there's any images, anything like that. I've also spoken with Ramsbottom Heritage Society and they've not seen anything either. Um I asked them whether or not they're they're opposed to it and basically they haven't seen anything so they can't they can't be for or against anything that they've not seen. Um, but the proposal is obviously is to move this is is to move their offices from Bradshaw uh, on uh, on Bolton Road in Bolton to this building. And they uh, very time kind of say that the lower ground floor will be used as a client reception and meeting areas, while the upper ground floor and first floor would be transformed into an open plan office space, which sounds quite nice. Now. The problem we have is that the Grants Arms. It's its always kind of been a pub, a hotel, and, you know, it's that kind of history that it has. It's um, in fact. Let me just play you a clip from a video uh, that the Ramsbottom Heritage Society have on their website.
1: And this is the Grant Arms, Ramsbottom's most famous building. Yes, built around 1780 as the local big house, first known as Top of the Brow because it stood at the head of the lane. But from 1806, it was the home to Ramsbottom's most famous family, the Grants and they renamed it Grant Lodge. They moved, it was licensed in 1828 and uh, this frontage was added shortly afterwards. The clock would then have been the main means by which local people read the time. It carries the initials WG and B, William Grant and Brothers and it was lit by gas. So their house was this bit at the back perhaps better appreciated from round the side. Yes, and their flower garden occupied what is now market place. And they're often known as the Cheerable Grants. Yes, the Grants are Ramsbottom's best-known incomers because of their associations with the novel Nicholas Nickleby. Charles Dickens met two of the Grant brothers in Manchester in the 1830s, and modelled his philanthropic Cheerable brothers on them. The Grants were a classic rags-to-riches story of the Industrial Revolution, weren't they? Yes, William Grant, father of the Cheerable brothers, was a tenant farmer and drover, born in 1733 near the Scottish highland town of Crigellocky, Speyside.
0: So there we go. That is a clip from a video on the Ramsbottom Heritage Society. I do have a link to the video. The website's a little bit out of date. I think it's been there for quite a while. For example, it references how long it takes to download the film over a 56k modem. However, the film is still very much watchable, at least going from the trailer. Uh, And it is I'm assuming it's going to be still the same price. Uh there is a reference to it being uh, 73 minutes long and it costs £14.99. Um you can phone up and get a copy if you want to give them a call on 01706-827-245, or you can email uh John Leyland uh on his email address, which is J-O-H-N underscore Leyland L-E-Y-L-A-N-D at Hotmail.com. Uh, and they will also uh it says that the DVD is also on sale at Marketplace News Ramsbottom. Now, Marketplace News has been closed for quite a long time. It is actually the building which is the um, ice cream shop. So Mrs. P's ice cream shop used to be Marketplace News. As I say, this page is a little bit out of date, but I've spoken to John, or at least I've emailed John, and he said there are still copies available. So if you did want to pick up a copy uh, of this video, then uh, then that's the way you can get it, not Marketplace News. Um so that kind of goes into a bit of the history about the Grant Arms, or sorry, the Grant Arms, as it actually is, um, building and, and the history behind it. And that's kind of where I'm coming from, is there's quite a lot of history that could potentially be lost if it was turned into offices. But having said that, a little bit further up the road in uh, in Stubbins, um there is the the old pub that was the Corner Pin, where you know Elbow played their first gig, I believe, is actually the uh, one of their um, references to that actual building. It's where the the black pudding throwing used to actually happen and used to occur, and that's offices now. If it was closed, if it was a pub, then it closed and it was just left to basically rot a little bit, like the Grand Arms is currently then we'd end up with nothing. Um, You know, the the corner pin, as it was, wouldn't be there anymore as a building. It would have been knocked down uh, probably long ago. And that's kind of where I am currently. I'm in two minds about whether or not this is a good thing. Personally, I'm swaying towards the fact that there are some negatives. Now, obviously, with it being offices, they want to use a lot of the car park for um, visitors and staff and things like that which means that it could potentially eat into the already limited car parking space for Ramsbottom. But then again, this company have um, potentially quite deep pockets. Now, I looked into some of the founders. Um, One of them had an article uh, online which basically said a lot of the issues they were having was that they were just too busy. They had a lot of work coming in, um, but they managed to resolve that by essentially saying that if you wanted to speak to i'm not sure what the equivalent is in financial terms but if if it was like a lawyer um, you know a, a, a solicitor's it would be like one of the partners so i'm assuming one of the board of directors or something but uh, if you wanted to speak to one of the original founders then i think they said something along the lines of the minimum investment was something like you had to be investing a million pounds uh, or maybe it was 4 million for like a, a private meeting or something like that. And, and I think it might have been a million to actually have this person uh, managing your funds and your finances. So th- they potentially have quite a lot of money to throw around. Now, it's a company like that that is gonna, we need a company like that to be able to invest in the grant arms. Now, yes, it would be a shame that we would potentially lose the fact that you could no longer go into it. Um, unless you were visiting one of these offices. But I think I'm kind of swaying. I'm, I'm leaning on the side that this is a good idea, but I don't I don't want to change your opinion. Um, I would love to hear from you if if you've got a, an opinion yourself. Uh, I really am in two minds. Um, I'm probably 65, 35, maybe. I don't know, maybe 55, 45. I'm not sure. Uh, in favour of it, you know, in in favour of this company coming here and and starting this, uh, you know, converting it into offices and and investing in it. Because at least then we're not losing the building. The building's still there. It's not being knocked down. It's not completely changing, um, you know, changing the actual usage from, um, you know, it's still going to technically be a public building, even though it's offices you could theoretically go in there whereas if it was turned into housing unless you're actually invited by one of the people or you actually lived there then obviously you're not going to go in there um, but I would really love to to hear what you think with regards to this uh, if you check out the show notes for this uh, episode, then there is obviously, there's always a link at the bottom where you can leave your view. You can actually click on a link and it'll allow you to leave a voice message if you wanted to have your voice played on a future episode of the podcast. Or if you click on the contact link from the menu at the top of the page for um you will be able to drop me an email. Or as always, you can always catch me on any of the social media channels as well, the Twitter, the Facebook, um, or reply to, uh, if you've seen this on Facebook, for example, as it will post there, Just reply to that and uh, I would love to hear what you think. So moving on, I posted, uh, or at least I I wrote up an article uh, on the website a few days ago now, with regards to the Remembrance Rocks project. So unless you've been living under a rock, you will have heard of Rami Rocks and it's a Let's assume that you haven't heard of what Rammy Rocks is, and I'll give you a little bit of background. So it's kind of it's a group on Facebook where everybody um, it's a bit like a scavenger hunt. You can you can find your own rocks or, or buy some rocks or whatever, and you, you have fun painting them. And then there's also the fun in hiding the rocks around, you know, around Ramsbottom Town Centre or anywhere the woods, whatever. And then the idea is that when if you find the rock um there's a little instruction on the back that says post that you found it on the facebook page post it into the facebook group and then who obviously whoever painted that knows that it's been found and they can see who found it and it's kind of a lot of uh, a lot of the things behind it is having the enjoyment of finding them as a you know as a as a finder and obviously creating them as well and seeing that Someone has had fun, you know, searching for them. So it's a bit like, that's I say, it's a bit like a scavenger hunt. So the thing that they're doing this time um, is the Rem- Remembrance Rocks project. Now, this will be going live on the 4th of November in Nuttall Park. So if you're listening to this after the date, um, then hopefully it might still be there. I don't know. But yeah, the 4th of November 2018. Now, it's to commemorate the 100 years since World War One uh, ended. And the intention is to create a very large memorial. Um, and this is where the Ramsbottom uh, rammy Rocks group need your help. Um, they are looking for as many people as possible to paint poppy style rocks. or So they don't specifically say poppies, but obviously poppy is going to be a very... Features prominently uh, in, uh, you know, Remembrance Day. And and it's one of those things that I think if we got all of the rocks together and they all had little poppies on and bits of red here and there, I think it will actually be a very, very effective memorial. Uh, there's also going to be a time capsule as well, uh, which will be buried. Um, and it'll have all of the details of local um, people who went to war and all of the children who've participated in creating the memorial as well. and the intention is to try and bring a kind of a, a unity between the past and obviously the present generation as well, so that they can actually, hopefully they understand a little bit more about what happened and why it means so much, because obviously it's a hundred years now. It's one of these things where hopefully there'll be this little connection back to, uh, to the past and, and what obviously people sacrificed. Um, If you can't, you know, if you can't find any time yourself to paint any rocks, then obviously you do have the option of just turning up on the 4th of November and, and seeing this, uh, this memorial, but there will be workshops as well in Nuttall park. Uh, the first of which will be, uh, it's actually just gone. It The next one, the next one will be the 20th of October. Now this is 2018. And uh, again, that will be uh, from 10 until 12. And You'll be able to turn up, paint a rock, uh, learn some something about First World War as well. Uh, also, if you actually have been painting your rocks as well, you can drop them off there at that time. Or if you, you can't, obviously make that to that time and that date. Uh, Ruth at Alternative Arrangements, that's on Bridge Street. That's the florist on Bridge Street. It's near um, Railway the railway pub and it's not far from the station as well uh you can drop them off there and uh, she will collect them up and put them together and it'd be quite nice if uh if you know if it's everybody contributes then it's going to be a, a really big thing um and i think she's a little bit uh you know, at least the the organizers of Remy rocks are a little bit nervous because until everything starts to come together it's going to be uh, one of those very stressful, stressful moments. So hopefully there's going to be plenty of people contributing uh, rocks and painting things. Um, I know they've been into the local schools and, and things like that, asking for people to create things. My son's come home and started talking about the what's happening. So that's been quite nice as well. Uh, and there's a link to the event in the show notes for this episode. As always, I always try and include everything I can into the, uh, into the show notes and uh, you should be able to click on that and find out whether or not it's, uh, it's something that's going to work for you. But hopefully you'll be able to get there, and I'm hoping to get down there and have a look at the uh, the memorial too. Uh, one other thing that has launched in Ramsbottom recently is the plastic-free Ramy. So uh, you've more than likely aware that we've got a plastic free shop in Ramsbottom now it's called Fulfilled Uh, and now along with the plastic free shop there is also a it's a group it's an initiative it's um, a bunch of local people local businesses and and uh, and people such as you know the uh, incredible edible team they're always involved with things like this and as I say, it's called Plastic Free Ramney, uh, or Plastic Free Ramsbottom is the actual logo. Um, you can check it out on Facebook.com forward slash Plastic Free Rammy, uh, R-A-M-M-Y. And uh, they met this week, uh, just gone, and it was the first meeting. And let me have a look at what other meetings they've got coming up. Now, there is going to be an autumn beach and river clean on October the 27th, starting at 11 A.M. and that's going to be in Nuttall Park. So meet at the base on October twenty seventh. And as I say, the first meeting was October the eleventh. So that was the very first meeting where everyone came together for Plastic Free Ramy. And essentially, they they're going to be trying to push more businesses and trying to bring um, alternatives to plastic usage and things like that. It's not all about fulfilled the the shop. It's not all about that. It's about all of the businesses and trying to find out how. So we can help the environment because plastic is a big problem. It's one of those things that you never really think of until you know you just stop one minute and go, actually, yeah, this probably isn't this isn't gonna rot away. And whatever I throw in the bin now is gonna be there forever. Anything that you if you've got children, for example, as this is something I usually think of, is that whenever I'm throwing something away that's plastic that's going to be around until my children have children and my children's children have children. And if that's the kind of legacy that we leave, it's not very good. Is it really? Um, it's definitely not something I would like to, you know, you know I'm not proud of to say that we've thrown this amount of uh, plastic around. Um, so yeah, hopefully there'll be a solution to it. And and maybe plastic free Ramy is one of the ways of, uh, of helping with this solution. So Check it out, and uh, maybe you'll be able to get to the, the beach cleanup um in, uh, in Nuttall Park. Right, so moving on to Ramsbottom United news now. Uh, so far, so good for new manager Chris Wilcock. He led Ramsbottom United to a fantastic league trophy win. Uh, that was on Saturday. Let's have a look. It was on Saturday, the 13th of October, and that was against... A team, who was it against? I've completely forgotten. It was against Trafford, Trafford FC in the FA Trophy. And yeah, fantastic result there. They Trafford got a very early goal. I think it was in within like three minutes or something like that. They got an early goal. And when that usually happens, quite easy for your heads to go and... and you basically lose it. But uh, yeah, 2 1, we ended up in, in that uh, result there. So very, very, very well done, the lads, there for that one. Uh, the FA Trophy draw has now taken place, and we are going to be away to Frickley Athletic on Saturday, October the 27th. Uh, Frickley are currently sitting in 11th place in the Evo Stick East Division. Um, a similar. Kind of position to Ramsbottom, I guess. So it might be a, a pretty even match, but uh, hopefully we go and we get another away win, which is, uh, would be a nice little bonus there. So the next match in the league is for, uh, it's a home match. It's Ramsbottom United versus Glossop North End, and that is going to happen this Saturday. So that is Saturday, the 20th of October uh if you're able to get down obviously you can buy tickets on the gate uh it's not very it's not very expensive let me have a look at what the price is now uh, so yeah evo Stick West Division is what we're in and it's 8 pounds for adults 4 pounds for concessions and if you've got an under 12 they're only a pound and uh, i can confirm the last time i went they did have tea and coffee in proper mugs now you don't get that at the premiership uh you and you yeah. You get quite a lot more uh, hospitality and you can actually walk around without some uh, steward shouting at you and telling you to sit down. So, yes, it is a very enjoyable day and hopefully we'll get a win, uh, another home win there as well. So moving on to the upcoming events now, uh, we have got coming up on October the 21st, so that's the, this coming Sunday, it's Apple Day, uh, incredible edible ramy and the orchard, which is uh, just down the road, always uh, do a fantastic, well, I was going to say fantastic spread, but it's not really, I guess it's not really spread if it's a tree growing apples, but uh, they usually have quite a good haul from uh, from the orchard. and. It's going to be taking place, this is a Apple Day, in Nuttall Park, Sunday the 21st of October from 1 until 4pm. There's going to be the usual things like this: the Apple press, there's going to be Apple related games I think last year there was Apple Bobbin uh, there's going to be uh, you know Apple Treats a lot of people get involved with the baking um, Pete Fillery, he may or may not do some of these um, I saw him post a video recently on Facebook of a an Apple uh, I think it was called an Apple Rose or something like that where it's a was a, like a roll of pastry with apple in it and then you roll it up and you bake it and they uh, they look really, really good and very, very effective as well. So that is Apple Day. That's October 21st, 1 until uh, 4 p.m. taking place in Nuttall Park. And obviously, as I mentioned earlier, there is also the Remembrance Rocks Project unveiling that will happen on November the 4th and that is 10 a.m. until 12 p.m. also in Nuttall Park. Right, so moving on to the shout-outs. So this week, I've, there's been quite a lot, actually. There's been quite a lot of people joining on the Instagram uh, following on that. I have been trying to post quite a few more pictures on there because I I definitely was uh, was neglecting that. Um, but also we've had a lot of Facebook followers and Twitter followers as well. Uh, so here are some of them. If I've missed you out, then uh, please feel free to get in touch. Uh, I always like uh, having a chat with with anybody that follows the page. And uh, I would also really, really love to know your views and, and what you would like to get out of the podcast or the website. But without further ado, the people this week are Rachel Everett, Adam Scott, Laura Garrett, Nick Jackson, Tracy Schofield, Laura J. Hindle, Rose Anne Cullen, Sophie Christian and Jessica Bridge. Thank you very much for following the pages, liking the pages, doing whatever it is you do on Instagram, follow, like, I don't know, just one of those. Either way, thank you very much for doing all of that. Uh, if you're not following any of the social channels for This Is Rami, please take a look at the website, thisisrammy.co.uk. Click on uh, contact and you'll see links to all of the pages there. As always, if there's any things that I've mentioned in this week's episode that you're not quite sure how to get to or if you'd like to follow up, then please do check out the show notes for this episode. This is ramy.co.uk and uh, you will see uh, on the top there is a link to the podcast and you'll find this episode. This is episode 114. That stands for 114. So thank you very much once again for listening to This Is Rami. Hopefully you've learned a little bit more about our town um, or maybe you've picked up on some events that are coming up. Uh, I would love it if you could give me some either some feedback, uh, maybe a review. There's a couple of links on the show notes for this episode for a link to the Apple Podcasts where you can leave a review directly or the UK, UK Podcasters page. Or you can drop me an email, lee at thisisrami.co.uk or you can leave me a voicemail. Now, I probably shouldn't have given you all these different options, but always remember if you do check out this you'll have everything in there. So, thank you once again for listening, and uh, I shall speak to you again soon.
1: Thanks for listening to the show. to interview local businesses, local group members, and RAMI individuals in an effort to bring more attention to our fantastic town. If you like This Is RAMI, please consider subscribing, leaving us a review, or sharing with your friends.